I'm Chance Storland, and this is the Spurs Insider, our weekly NBA podcast from ExpressNews.com. And I'm joined now once again by San Antonio Express News sports writer Tom Orsborne. Tom, the Spurs have finished out the regular season with three wins, including a special final game at home against the Mavericks. That all locks them into the number seven seed and a series against Denver. We'll get to all that here in a second, but at first, uh, perhaps some quick thoughts on what happened Wednesday at the AT&T Center. Obviously, it was a special game. Well, yeah, Chance, it sure was. I mean, emotions, a very emotional night. Um, from from the very get-go, uh, with it being uh, Dirk Nowinski's last game in his illustrious NBA career. Um, uh, the Spurs did a very, very good tribute to him. Very well done. They did a tribute uh, before the game. And it really touched him. I mean, uh, he just he broke down crying. Uh, there's no other way to put it. Just just sobbing, um, uh, just overcome with emotion. And and it makes it makes sense. I mean, not only the end of his career, but he had so many battles. His Maverick teams battled the Spurs so much. Um, you know, uh, throughout his career, it was a great rivalry. They had some great playoff uh, matchups. And to hear, to see a rival like that paying tribute to him and to hear the cheering from the fans, uh, Spurs fans and, and the many Mavericks fans in attendance alike, it just, it was just too much for him. And, and, um, and he was very emotional. It was, it was a very touching, very memorable moment. Yeah, and you can check a lot of that stuff out on YouTube. There are clips galore. There's some uh, written commentary on that at expressnews.com. But obviously, that's a a bit of a sideshow, important as it was. We're now talking about the playoffs. So as I mentioned, three wins. They're now uh, in the seventh seed against Denver. You say the Spurs, they're entering this series on a roll and with a chip on the shoulder. So tell me about the meaning behind those words. Yeah, well, they, they... You know, the playoffs started for them really, um, you know, three games ago, uh, and they won all three, albeit against uh, lottery-bound teams, uh, um, the Washington Wizards, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then uh, last night the uh, the Dallas Mavericks. But they, they did it. They took care of business, and, and that's impressive. They, they uh, you know, they have a lot of confidence going into the playoffs after doing that. They had to win those games to gain the number seven seed and avoid that first dreaded first round matchup with the golden state warriors. You know, that, that's, you know, that, that would have been a disaster for them to face them. And, uh, uh, but they avoided it. They did what they had to do. They took care of business. So yeah, they're, they're playing with great confidence right now. And the chip on their shoulder, you know, Brent Forbes last night told me, he said, Hey, we, we've got so much to still to prove to all those people that didn't even pick us to go to the playoffs this year. So, and, and you think about it, you think about it, Chance, you've got guys like DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus Aldridge, Rudy Gay, all of them have been in the playoffs. Um, uh, and with the exception of DeMar, you know, they haven't had great deep runs in the playoffs. And, and DeMar's playoff performance uh, performances have been, you know, not what you would expect from a player of his caliber. So um, they are, they are hungry. You know, they're hungry. They've got a chip on their shoulder and and it all bodes well for them in the first round matchup uh, against the Nuggets. Um, Although, 
you know, Denver, the other thing is Denver's a young team. They're the youngest. They bring the youngest roster into the NBA's postseason. Spurs are more veteran bunch, and of course, uh, the the coaching matchup, uh, Pop Greg Popovich definitely has a clear edge over Michael Malone and uh, um, the young uh, Nuggets coach. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. And, and the thing that you have to look at right away is the fact that the Nuggets had an NBA best 34 and seven record at home. Uh, now the Spurs weren't bad at home either, 32 and nine, but. Then you look at how the Spurs did on the road, you know, finishing with only 16 wins away from the AT&T Center. And you have to look at the series. It finished 2-2. Spurs lost both their games um, in Denver. Uh, of course, conversely, Denver lost both their games in San Antonio. But, you know, that, that home court edge and the fact that the Spurs didn't do very well in the, you know, on the road, uh, that, that certainly is an edge for the Nuggets. Let's break this down even more. So for the series, key players on each team, you mentioned a little bit of the coaching matchup. Obviously, a lot of Spurs fans would say no contest there. And, you know, there are other intangibles as well. Yeah, well, um, you know, the, the the experience, of course, is huge. Um, and the edge goes to the Spurs there. Um, and it can be intimidating to play a Greg Popovich coach team. I mean, you've got you've got a lot of ghosts to contend with. Uh, there's a lot of uh, lore and history behind the Spurs with the five NBA championships and year in and year out. You know, this is their 22nd playoff appearance in a row. I mean, it just it, this history is stacked on their side, and they're going up against a young team that's still. You know, trying to to make a name for itself, they're not getting the respect they're due, and their coach Michael Malone makes the most of that as well. He's always looking for a, a way to uh, to light a fire under his team and and feel like they're being dissed. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of intangibles in play here. Uh, now with the Spurs, you got to look at Derek White coming back to Denver, uh, his his home area. He was born in nearby Parker, Colorado considers Denver to be his, his home. Um, he's played well against the Nuggets this year. Uh, of course, no one played well in that final game uh, last week, uh, which the Nuggets won 113-85, but both teams were coming off the back-to-back and the Spurs were traveling, so you kind of throw that one out the window. But, but yeah, Derek Derek's going to be pumped for this, uh, for, for this series. And uh, then on the other side with the Nuggets, you got Jokic. Uh, Nikola, you know, he's he uh, certainly had a phenomenal game against the Spurs um, in, in the last meeting, uh, having a near triple-double, and that's what he does. He stuffs the stat sheet, does so much so well, and um, the Spurs have great respect for him. Uh, you know, it'll be an interesting chance to see what the, the Nuggets do defensively against Spurs. Spurs have struggled, struggled so much this season against zone defenses, so... It'll be interesting if the Nuggets, um, you know, how much they play zone against the Spurs. Uh, the Spur on on the plus side for the Spurs, they've seen it a lot this year. Uh, they've struggled, but they've seen it a lot. So you know, they should be ready for it. And maybe uh, Pop has, uh, you know, crunched the X's and O's and, and come up with a way to combat it. But um, it's certainly uh, certainly something the Spurs are going to see a lot in this in this playoff series. I wouldn't be surprised to see Denver do that right off the bat. Um, 
it should be a fun, fun series. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's something fresh, something different. Uh, teams haven't met in the playoffs since 2007. Uh, you got a lot of young, young faces. Um, you know, uh, Denver's Jamal Murray, um, you know, the Spurs, Bryn Forbes, Derek White. Uh, and speaking of Forbes, Chance, uh, really, really finished strong this season. Shooting over 60% from three-point range in the, in the final 10 games, I believe, nine games. Um, shot a career-best 42.6 from three-point range this season. I averaged a career-best 11.8 points per game. He's playing with a, with a ton of confidence. So, um, yeah, it's just going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun series. Nationally, I don't think it's going to play that well. But a lot of the games are on NBA TV rather than, you know, your um, your ESPNs, uh, they don't have the best time slots. But but for people that love basketball and, and, and you know, like seeing something new and fresh, I think it's going to be a wonderful series. We'll get back to this Denver series in a moment, but you keep mentioning Bryn Forbes. Correct me if I'm wrong, I think Forbes and uh, Patty Mills are the two Ironmen this season, right? Yeah, yeah. They finished up. Um, uh, Bryn played all 82 games, and uh, it's a – and and Patty finished with 81. It's a point of pride for both guys, and it's interesting because because Patty is Bryn's mentor, and um, you know Bryn really looks up to him, and and he's certainly emulating him in a number of ways. Although Bryn has as he told me that he's never missed a game in his career for for injury, and uh, he had one game this year in February against Detroit. He suffered a calf injury, a bruised calf, and. Uh, he had two games between uh, before the next game, and he went into overdrive and trying to heal, doing everything possible to get better. He didn't want to miss that game, and sure enough, he came back and played uh, in, in two days later against Oklahoma City. So, yeah, it's a point of pride in both guys. And I talked to Patty about it last night. It's his fifth season in a row with 80 or more games. The second time in – uh, in two of the last three seasons, he's he's uh, finished with 82 games, played in every game. You know, um, he told me that he he views that accomplishment as a, as a, something that's uh, team oriented. And last night, he said he went out of his way to thank the training staff for for keeping him in condition, patching him up when needed, and, and you know, playing a role in him uh, getting that Ironman status and. The other guy, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, um, you know, he had over 80 games played too. And uh, that's the first time since 2010 and 11 that he's accomplished that. And that reflects Chance, his great off-season training, uh, the things that he's doing as he ages. You know, he's doing a lot of work after games, a lot of rehab work, recovery work. Uh, weightlifting, uh, massages, uh, whatever, you know, he, he takes that very seriously and uh, he wants to prolong his career. So it's a good story. It's a feel good story for those guys. You know, they, they, they work hard, you know, so, so often we think of professional athletes as, you know, being pampered and, and, and uh, overpaid and whatnot, but, you know, they work really hard for the, the real true professionals work really hard to get where they're at stay where they're at. And these three guys uh, reflect that, uh, that theme. 
We've already spoken a bit about the past games between the Spurs and Denver. Interesting. Uh, they both lost at home <laughs> in, in those matchups. Uh, but the final yeah. regular season game between the two teams, Greg Popovich ejected in what could be an NBA yeah. record of brevity. I've heard different accounts of that. Maybe you have some information, yeah. but uh, does that have anything to do with this series at all? Or was that just a, a, an odd occurrence in its own? Yeah, it was an odd occurrence, and, and it turns out it wasn't the quickest. Uh, Phil Jackson uh, was ejected 27 seconds into a game in the 90s, uh, 93, I believe. Um, so that's believed to be the record. But, you know, no one really tracks this. The Elias Sports Bureau, who we all lean on to have those kind of numbers, they, they don't they don't have information on it. So, But uh, Pop certainly is one of the quickest ejections ever. I was at that game. It was stunning. And and by Popovich standards, it was pretty tame. I mean, he was uh, arguing that a foul should have been called uh, on Paul Millsap, defending uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus attempted a 13-foot fadeaway, and Pop thought uh, he got fouled by Millsap and um, spoke his mind about it, got two quick quick technicals, and was ejected. So... Um, but no, it doesn't factor into it other than the unpredictability factor with pop. You just never know what he's going to do. Um, and most of it's in a positive way. And that, that goes back to this matchup with Malone, you know, there, uh, you know, I talked about Patty Mills being a mentor to Glenn Forbes. Well, well, pop has been a mentor to Mike Malone and, and been a real advocate, uh, and champion for Malone's career. So, um, they uh, they certainly have a good friendship, and uh, as is the case with most NBA coaches, with Popovich, who goes out of his way to to really help these younger coaches. Um, so yeah, it's just a, just a heck of a series. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of good story angles, a lot of good uh, you know the, the Spurs, uh, Derek White coming back home, uh, DeRozan and, and Aldridge, Rudy Gay looking for playoff success, playoff for redemption. Um, you know, the Nuggets, a young team trying to establish themselves, gain respect in the league. And, you know, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be a great atmosphere at the Pepsi Center. Uh, you know, these two teams go back to the ABA days. And, uh, um, you know, they had some fun playoff matchups in the past. So uh, I expect this one to follow suit. Before we go in for final thoughts, Tom, uh, any ideas on what else is going on in the NBA, all the other matchups that have been announced? Well, you know, the West is the West is so competitive, Chance, and, uh, you know, it, it's going to be fun seeing these other series. Uh, uh, the Spurs will play the winner of uh, Oklahoma City and Portland. Um, you know, and they had a better... Overall, they had a better record uh, against these teams in their bracket, uh, which bodes well for them, possibly if they can get past Denver advancing. Um, and then the, the other other bracket, of course, you got the behemoths with um, Golden State and Houston. Um, you know, Golden State, I think, will win win the title again. Um, that's that's my belief, and. Uh, uh, be interesting to see if they can keep that going. You know, there's some question about team chemistry and and uh, whether they have the motivation to, to keep it going. I believe they do, and I believe they'll be ultimately be successful. And of course, in the East, um, you know, uh, the dreaded Kawhi Leonard playing with the Raptors that'll 
Spurs, Spurs fans will keep an eye on, on the Raptors throughout the playoffs, rooting against them, of course. But, you know, the NBA has gotten tighter and tighter. Uh, and, um, you know, this should be, should be a really fun postseason. Really looking forward to it. Well, Tom, you've already made a prediction about Golden State. Let's go ahead and talk about the Spurs series with uh, Denver. You willing to <laughs> throw anything out there, or? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it, you know, considering the the Spurs, Spurs were such a frustrating team this year because they had patches where they played great defensively and, and, and stretches where they were just awful defensively. So, typically, you know, it's hard to change your stripes in the, in the postseason. So I look for that inconsistency to continue. Um, you know, um, albeit they, they did finish on a roll. Uh, and again, it was not against the greatest teams in the world, but they did it. They, they did it and they showed a lot of confidence. So I'm going to go with the nuggets in seven. Um, you know, uh, they have a home court edge and, um, uh, I'm just going to give it to them uh, based on that. Probably. Um, it would not surprise me at all if the, the Spurs pull off this upset and advance to the second round. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, I think it's going to be as close a series as you can have. And, uh, but uh, if I, you know, I have to make a prediction, so I would go Nuggets and seven at this point. And thank you to San Antonio Express News sports writer Tom Orsborn for joining me for today's episode of the Spurs Insider, our weekly NBA podcast from ExpressNews.com. For the San Antonio Express News, I'm Chance Dorland. <laughs>